Welcome, everybody, to The Business Podcast, where we pour out weekly business lessons from entrepreneurs and business owners from around the world. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and this episode of The Business Podcast is brought to you by me, Super Joe Pardo, and my brand new book, Sales Won't Save Your Business. Focus on the top. That stands for team, offer, and process, and how you can get a better relationship with all three of them. You can order today on Amazon by going to saleswont.com. My guest today is making her dreams come true by not allowing anyone to stop her. I can't say how much I resonate or how 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 much I resonate with that because I always think to myself, um, you know, what if Steve Jobs met the person that told me you need to stop and quit and go back and do like go do something else. Um and I, even though it beats me up inside, I do not allow people to stop me and get in my way for the things that I really feel passionate about. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are right now, I need to give a big warm welcome to our guest, Carol Sainik. Woo! <laughs> welcome. You're so funny. Oh, but you know what? It's not Sainik, it's Sanic. Sanic. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. At least you didn't call me Snake. Snake. Let me no. tell you. You can transpose the letters in Larry's last name and get snake out of it, you know. Well, if if I was dyslexic, we would be a different <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's all cool, Joe. Pardue. Oh, it's okay. I've been called I've been called a lot worse. Uh Carol and, and I'm gonna end up saying it wrong again. Uh is sa- Sanic. Yeah, like Like, like Saint mm-hmm. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say like Sane. Eck. Sane. Don't say Sane. 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 Okay. <laughs> Sanic. Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm crazy. You know that. <laughs> well, Cal, for anyone who doesn't know you, why don't you get started by giving some background about yourself? Okay. Well, I've been a podcaster now for about three years, and I'm actually putting my podcast to bed in about uh, a week and a half. I'm sitting down with three of my other crazy marketing ladies, and over lunch, we're going to discuss how we're going to say goodbye. And then we're going to go to my car. And I have podcasted in my car before it works. You know, it's kind of soundproofed in a car, as long as there's nobody blowing a horn and having music on. And we're going to say our goodbyes because we always got the biggest bang for our buck in podcasting when we did a group podcast when there were, you know, five of us on it, actually, the fifth one can't make it. So we're, you know, I'm transitioning into a new podcast. Uh, My background really and truly is long, you know, I've gone from nursing to uh, other um, avenues in medicine, to real estate, to writing, and that's where I am now writing and podcasting. So let's, okay, so let's back up a little bit. Let's first talk about the podcast uh, that you're that you're shutting down. Are you shutting okay. down? Or are you just stepping away from it? I'm retiring it. I will leave it on Libsyn so that people can still listen to old episodes. And I actually will repurpose old episodes and keep them going because I do have a Facebook page and I do have a Twitter account for it. So I'm going to keep that going because I don't want to lose all the good interviews I had. There's some really good interviews on that you know on that podcast, and I don't want to lose them. I think one of my best interviews was with was with Joy Gordon, who is the CEO of Dress for Success. Uh, she lives in New York City. 
amazing woman and how she went from donating clothes to becoming the CEO of this enormous worldwide organization that helps women get job interviews and, and get jobs, you know. So I don't want to lose interviews like that. Not at all. No, I, I, I feel you there because uh, I've done other shows in the past and I don't, I, you know, I don't want to lose some of those interviews that are that are really awesome. And you say uh, she's in New York. Um, PK Kersey, who was on this show, does a similar thing for men uh, with suits uh, called that suits. I think it's called that suits you. He's been on the show before and he gets donated suits for men to, that are coming out of uh, hard times uh, right. and or, or prison and, and need to get suits to do job interviews. I think I know him. I think I met him at New Media Expo, oh, like maybe five or six years ago. Uh, really? He, I w- yeah. Surpri- it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. And that's an incredible – I'm glad that somebody's doing it for guys. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and women as well. I didn't realize there was somebody in uh, in New York doing it for women. So that that's awesome to hear. Um, so let's let's talk about – the business side of things because podcasting is awesome i love podcasting you love podcasting i could talk about podcasting all day but let's let's talk about your business a bit okay well let's see january 11th of 2011 i finally decided that it was time to start charging for things that i was you know giving away for free because somebody said to me you know carol you really like doing and helping and guiding us in social media but we really think you should be paid for it and that's when social butterfly media marketing was born and it's a long name and it's a long title but you know what i was known as the butterfly and i'm very well branded as the butterfly there's butterflies all over my office all over my studio i mean people send me butterflies i have butterfly jewelry out the yin yang you know <laughs> i mean i've had a lot of butterflies that needed to get donated too because they were kind of a little bit out there you know what i mean but so larry and i were uh we were on the tram in las vegas actually at the last time we were at nab and that would be the National Association of Broadcasting Convention that is there coming up in, uh, I think, April this year. But we were on the tram and I said, mm, I need to change the name of my business. I really do. Because we were moving into producing podcasts for ourselves and possibly, and I haven't done this yet, but possibly thinking about helping others get started in podcasting. So I'm sitting on the tram. And of course, you know, it's like being in the shower, like, you know, you and I have discussed after <laughs> you have those moments in the shower and you go, I don't have anything to write this down with. I did. I wrote it down. I got on with GoDaddy right away and I named the company. I renamed the company Butterfly Boom Productions. I borrowed that from a couple other people who use boom in their titles, you know, and that's when uh, Butterfly Boom Productions was born. So I'm still a butterfly and I still use the butterfly as my logo and my tagline is come fly with me. I think outside the net. But I have moved on from managing social media to the point of just coaching and consulting in it because, you know what, after a while, I, even I run out of ideas, you know, you know it's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to say about this insurance business today? You know, so, yeah, I'd had it. I'd had it up to, you know, my eyeballs with having to think of things. So I prefer to write for people. I prefer to create content in the form of blogs, things like that. Um, ebooks, you know, white papers, but I don't want to have to write posts for people anymore. I'll design them, you know, graphically, I will design what I call photo ads, things like that, and watermark them to their business. But I, I like that kind of work more than I like saying, okay, you need to buy this man's insurance today because, you know. <laughs> so is it it's still Butterfly Boom Productions today? 
Yes, it is. Oh, awesome. 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 So, so now you're transitioning into a new podcast. Uh, talk about the, the new podcast. Okay. It was the Saturday before the Grammys. And the reason I know this is because the idea for the title came to me while listening to the Grammys. So it was Saturday morning and I was sitting there and I was scrolling through Facebook and it was crappy post after crappy post after crappy post. It truly was. You know what I'm talking about. It was argumentative stuff. It was oh, like yesterday. I said, you know, today I re- already had to unfollow people who are semi-nude. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just it, that was a joke. It was really a joke when I wrote that. But the truth of the matter is about five pictures down, I came across a girl that I did not need to see in her exercise clothes. So or lack thereof, I should say. So anyway, I was getting to the point where it's taken me 15 minutes to find a really nice post that I wanted to respond to that I really, that made me feel good, that really lifted me up. And I thought, you know what, we're missing something here, people. We've gotten so negative and there's so much mean and ugly and hate in this world. And I said, I've had enough of that. So I started thinking about what I could do in the way of a new podcast. Now, I had been thinking about doing a story podcast called Stories from the Hearts. And that just wasn't really resonating with me where people were going to tell their stories about how they went from this to that and they're successful now. And so instead, I started asking myself, what about all these people that are out there that really we don't know their names? These are people who do wonderful things without being asked. They're the helpers in this world. They're the good news in this world that, again, you rarely hear about. And I thought, you know, they're out there. But then I started to really take that further. And all day, Larry and I were sitting there looking for names. And we were on GoDaddy. And we were looking for domains. And nothing, you know, was working for me as to finding what I could name this show. So on Sunday night, we're sitting, we're watching the Grammys. And when I watch TV, I'm kind of like doing this too, you know, with the iPhone, you know, checking everything. And for some reason, I asked the question of Google about, you know, people who just do things without thinking, why they, why do they do these? I mean, what, what's in them, whatever. And the phrase, they dig deeper came up. I said, boom. There's the name of the show. So I quickly got on GoDaddy and the name was available. And I said, okay, now I have theydigdeeper.com. But then I realized that that might not be the reason that these people do what they do. That there might be something deeper. That's why I decided to tagline it or do they really. Some of the first guests that I have lined up on the show are all people that I want their opinion about this. They're educators. They're church people. They are philosophers. One is a psychologist, a child psychologist in Boston. I want to know their feelings. Is this a spiritual thing that is in somebody's heart? Is this a genetic thing? I mean, do they have they inherited a love gene or a hero gene or whatever somewhere? I want these opinions. So I'm going to talk to these people first. And then I start with my interviews and I have about five people lined up. It's not easy to find heroes because they don't want to talk about it. You know, they really don't want to talk about the good that they do because it comes so natural to them that it's like, um, I don't want really, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, you know, so it's going to be interesting. But I have a woman who um, watched her baby die in front of her on the couch while she was waiting for 9-11 to come. Uh, 911, I'm sorry. Can you edit that? Uh, You don't edit. (laughs) No, I don't edit. Uh, (laughs) That's right. Then we'll just say, well, she was waiting for 9-1. 
one to arrive and since then has become a pastor and uh, actually writes for O Magazine. And I reached out to her and asked her if she would be willing to, you know, be on the show because now she's doing things from her heart, you know. And yes, that was a tragedy that happened. But not everybody's had a tragedy. You take these kids that start these money campaigns for water in Africa. You know, I'd like a kid on. So if anybody knows a kid that would like to be interviewed with his parental consent, you know, on the show talking about why he came up with this idea or she, I would love to talk to them because these are the kind of people I'm looking for, Joe. If you can think of anybody, I'll be putting it out there. I'm going to be looking for the heroes because we don't have enough good news in this world. Oh, I, I, I agree. I will. Uh, I think I have a couple of people in mind that I can uh, refer you to. I, I got to think about it a little bit. Um, so, so let's, so that sounds awesome. I, I'm glad that you found a, a new passion that you want to podcast and put out into the world. And, and hopefully, uh, people will resonate with that to a level where it creates, uh, you know, a more buzz for you and, and ho hopefully ultimately for your business as well. Well, I'm thinking that this is something, and I have already spoken with a couple people in LA about it. And uh, one of my friends puts shows on the web. He puts TV shows on the web and he's very interested in it. So I'm hoping that somebody's going to want to pick it up because I want to do video interviews too, you know, and make it a video web TV. Uh, it's like a journalist that I'm going to be more of a journalist. I'm going to approach it as a journalist. Like I'm going to be on 60 minutes and talk to you like, you know, somebody on 60 minutes does, you know, but I'm going to ask those kind of questions. You know, I'm gonna so you're gonna, you're gonna feed the answers that you're looking for for the sound bites for the commercial? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Because so. <laughs> that's what they do. You, you've I seen know. that, right? I like I know, but I can't do that. I, I can't. I had this has to be natural and flowing. I can find something in any podcast you use as a you know as a sound bite. I'm so you with... you would say you extremely dislike those sound bites? Yeah, they're fake. You know, they just don't. Uh, sound I, I see. I didn't even do it well because you were supposed to repeat back exactly what I just oh, said. <laughs> I extremely dislike those sound bites. <laughs> so I, I got to get better at it myself, though. I'm not that interested in making those sound bites either. Um, you know, so I want to I want to go go back a little bit further because you you said that you started um, and the the name escapes me because it is so long. The your your butterfly before it was Butterfly Boom Productions um, in 2011. You said. Mm -hmm. uh was this your first uh foray into business or or have you always been uh an entrepreneur doing doing things that you you enjoy oh no this is absolutely it because even if i look at my career as a realtor you know or you know i'm not a realtor anymore i am i'm licensed and i'm active but if you don't belong to nar you can't be, call yourself a realtor i'm a sales agent in florida which is fine with me i don't care because i don't do it anymore but, you know, you work hard at getting those licenses, so you keep them. But I wasn't really an entrepreneur. I was working for a broker. The broker just happens to be the guy I sleep with, you know, my husband. But uh, so, no, I, I had not done anything on my own ever. And so this was all new to me. And, you know, but you know how I started? I started like a lot of people need to start. I networked like crazy. I joined every networking group I could possibly could join so that I got my name out there and I got the word out there. I joined the chamber. You know, I did all those things that everybody tells you you should do if you're going to start a business. Because we all know what doesn't work, you know, like print, like the yellow pages. You know, yeah. Goodbye. With that said, I actually just did. I, did I, I told you I sent out like 500 uh, uh, print cards, right? Postcards. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. So so far, um, and now the date, the last date for that is the twentieth is when they were supposed to arrive. So I've had one click on that link since. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that seemed to uh, not work so well. At least so far. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll get to the twentieth or twenty first, and all of a sudden it'll be like, you know, you never three know. three more clicks. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this weekend. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. Um. Anyway, I, so when did you get into to real estate? Oh, my goodness. I used to sell real estate on St. George Island, Florida, which is an island out in the panhandle, four miles out in the Gulf. So I got my feet wet literally in selling Gulf front real estate. And I did very well at it because obviously, you know, they don't make much water or not going to make any more water. So, you know, you wanted beachfront property, you're going to pay somewhere between, ooh, you know, uh, mm, a million dollars, a million five, things like that. You know, I kind of enjoyed that. I can't say that I didn't, you know, that was kind of easy money if you, you know, got the right client. So, yeah, so that was back in um, the 90s. That was in the 90s. So, yeah, I've done real estate on and off for a long time. I did it in Indiana. And then I moved down here and I did it here. I sold only new homes. In other words, if you were coming down here and you wanted new construction, that was me. I was a buyer's rep for New Homes Realty. And I loved that. I actually love that because going into models is a lot of fun. You get a lot of decorating ideas and you get to see some beautiful homes, you know. And so that was fun. (laughs) I did like that. And again, that wasn't such, that wasn't really hard money. I'll tell you what, you know, I watched Larry listing and selling and I would rather be the buyer's agent. Let me take the buyer out. Let me do that. I don't want to do the listing. Is it is it because the listing's harder to get people to capture their imagination? I think it's because people think their houses usually are worth a lot more than they, you know. Oh, because you're actually working with the seller. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, the seller. Yeah, okay. I don't want to work with the seller. They can be a, a fun person to work with. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> well, you know, if you ain't got nothing nice to say. <laughs> right, exactly. And you know me. I'll, I'll tell it like it is. <laughs> so so all right let's go back to when you first started your your social media business um what were some of the first steps you took after you you came up with an extremely long name social butterfly media marketing i like i said i networked a lot you know i did i was at every networking event i possibly could be at and nobody to this day nobody's really doing it in the county that i live in so I still get referrals. I don't have to network anymore. My business grows by leaps and bounds just from the chamber because nobody else is doing it. Or they aren't doing it. Let me put it this way. They're not doing it as well as I do it. What can I say? I've been doing it for quite a while. So, yeah. But like I told you at the beginning when we were first talking, you know, I don't do the management anymore. I, I don't want to. I have two clients that I still do their management for them. I get their posts up every day. I've, do, I've done them for so long and I just can't stop. You know, I, I like doing those, but I don't take any new people. But going back to or new people that want, you know, management, going back to what you asked me, just like in any business, we all take the wrong clients at first because we'll take anybody that comes down the pike. So I had a lot of screw ups, you know, people that I couldn't wait to get rid of, you know. Uh, people who never paid their bills, you know, people. I learned a lot in that first year. Like now you pay me up front. You know, I get paid up front. Like a like an attorney does. It's a retainer. You pay me at the beginning of the month and I do your work for you. You know, you learn. You learn by doing. Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> because no, people I, think, oh, go ahead. you know, Joe, people think that um, when you're doing social media for somebody that you're sitting there and in five minutes you've done their whole month. <laughs> they think that's what they think. They have no clue how much work really goes into niching it down to what their business is. 
that a good social media person has to spend a lot of time doing a lot of research. Yeah. I I could not agree more. Uh, it's it it definitely is not a five minute job. Um, I you know I I think that there's opportunity to create those processes and those like templates. If you have like, hey, we're gonna go into this specific type of industry, and like I can kind of build that framework. It can help you, but it's still probably gonna take more than five. I mean, I know it takes me more than five minutes to put together Facebook ads and and posts and things of that nature. Right. Um, and and I think that uh, it's it's funny because I I've seen bad uh, social I, I you know I don't want to give any examples no or I've that seen I've, it too I you know but I I've seen some really bad stuff and I'm just like man what were they thinking like this is just not good like it's well, not yeah. not even like mediocre. <laughs> No, a lot of people will hire those agencies that will charge you maybe $99 a month and you get 10 posts a month, which isn't going to do anything for you anyway. And they're canned posts. You know, uh, my work is all original. If I put a link up, I have a lot of RSS feeds that come into my computer, you know, so that I can get new information for people all the time. In fact, I, I, I have thousands of RSS feeds that I subscribe to on different, you know, in different categories. But when you're looking at some, an agency for $99 a month, that means that you will get the same post I'm going to get. You see what I'm saying? And there's chances that we might have the same friends or the same fans and they see the same thing and they're going, aha, you know, no, mine's original. I do all original work. I intro links. I intro articles that I'm going to share, but there's always something very personal about that. It's not just slap it up, you know? So, with that said, if in your opinion, like I'm a, if I'm a business owner listening to this and I'm thinking to myself, do I do I want to have content curated for me or do I want to pay the extra because it's going to cost more money, right, to create genuine, brand new, never before seen content before. Right. Do is 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 one better than zero at that point by having the curated content? Or is it just not even worth doing and you're just like – you're kind of just punting to the idea that, well, maybe at some point uh, I, I will take this seriously enough and, and build out something that does get shared, does get liked, does get – you know, bring in br- business. I almost said business. That's not like brisket. Brisket. <laughs> well, yeah, the brisket. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. But, uh, you know, where we're, where we're sitting right now in this social media world is that – Facebook made all those changes, you know, um, that meant that Carol had to change real fast too. So I had to jump into video, which is not something I ever wanted to do. I postponed doing Facebook live forever. And then, you know, the other night I, you saw my Facebook live, right? I put a Facebook live up and it was about five minutes long. And I don't really know if this is a good number or not, but I've had almost 450 viewings of my video. I think for the first one, that's pretty good. So, so I will say, no, I haven't seen your Facebook Live. Oh. I saw the four posts leading up to the Facebook Live in my feed. Oh. I didn't actually see the Facebook Live. And that speaks to, what the heck, Facebook? Like, I actually want to see what, you know, what's being posted. Uh, and, and yeah, they, they've, like, changed so much that, like, people tried sharing out my, my brand new book that just came out, uh, Sales Won't Save Your Business. And... It hasn't been uh, – it, it, like those posts were not seen by many people apparently. You vid- are, you've done a video, right? Yeah, that that video was seen by – I think it was like six or 700 people. 
There you go. Well, but but that's what's that count for? It's like they stopped and stopped scrolling for like three seconds, and then like oh, because I well, they might, they might. But you know, the thing it is of it is, is that Zuckerberg said, you know, video is what people is are going videos are going to show up on people's feeds. You know, yeah, they're going to see them. So you know, yeah, I turn off videos if I don't really like them or if it doesn't pertain to me. I was just excited to have almost 450 when I've never done one before. Yeah, and yeah, I felt yeah. and I felt like an idiot. And you better watch it. That's all I got to say. You better. But I advertised it. You see, I advertised it. And a lot of people in private comments said to me, thank you for advertising it, because then I was reminded to watch it. Mm. So, you know, I do. And I will go back and I will uh, I will be watching it. So there'll be a test. I, <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so let's let's move forward to uh, how did your family take it when you were like, "I'm going to start a social media marketing company." Oh, well, Larry was in heaven because now he's going to get free, you know, social media, which he does. Yeah, I don't <laughs> do that much of his anymore because he's gotten quite good at it. Mm-hmm. Right now, I because I do belong to a mastermind group, I share everything with him. You know, that I learned. So he gets to join the mastermind group. I mean, he can listen to the calls. He can, you know, he can hear it all because he's in the house with me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like virtual tickets to things too, because it's like you get two for one. Don't tell anybody that. (laughs) But you get two for one. You do. So, yeah. So um, he was, he was, no, he's fine with it. He thinks, you know, he helps me. He has lent me money when the money's gone down because you know what? You don't always make money. Well, let me say, let me rephrase that. He's invested in the company. He didn't lend me money. I don't have to pay him back. He invested. In my, yes, he invested in my company and he's helped me along the way. He comes up with good ideas. He sends me things. You know, um, he's always on the lookout for new ideas, not new shiny bright objects because I don't believe in those things. And by the way, that whole thing with Snapchat yesterday. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. What not, about with Snapchat yesterday? Their stock took a huge dump because another one uh-huh. after the oh uh, Rihanna the Rihanna thing. oh uh, yeah the whole Rihanna thing and that was they're uh, online this morning apologizing and saying they don't know how this happened and I said BS BS it this got past the big people it did and you you know you're just gonna let it go and apologize later and you know I think people are tired of that I mean that was a terrible post to put up there you know this is. Uh, we just did domestic violence month too, I think. You know, this is not a time to put up a post. Would you rather hit Chris or hit Rihanna? You know, that's oh, what yeah. they did. That, oh, like, yeah. Uh, well, that words are a little different, but yes, they did. And I mean, this comes on the heels of um, me too. <laughs> no, well, no, no. Well, me too. But I, no, I was I was referring to that 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 the stock took a huge dump after uh, one of the the Kardashians. the Kardashians said, "Oh, you know, is it just me or do I not use Snapchat?" With that said. How in the, in the world does Snapchat have a, a 1.8 star rating in the iTunes app store? And it's like had that for pretty much as long as I can remember. And like people still are like, oh, Snapchat's the best. I'm like, is no, it? Because like I'm looking at like almost a million reviews and it's it's got like a two star rating. Yeah, I don't well, I don't do anything on Snapchat. If people ask me, I go, uh-uh, ask your kids. They'll help you do it. I don't want anything to do with that. It's Instagram, Pinterest, you know, all that kind of stuff I'll play with. But no, I'm not going to play with Snapchat. I don't like it. Wow. And apparently Rihanna won't accept the apology, apparently, which. I hope she doesn't. I mean, uh, they said today on a news show this morning that this could be the thing that takes them down. Rihanna could take them down. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about it, I think a lot of people don't realize that Rihanna 
I hope I have this right. You can get corrected by your friends and fans if I don't. But I think she's got more hit records than Beyonce does. I think Th- she that does. That was a question on Yeah, it was. It was at a game like show. On or the wall yeah. or, or something. Yeah, it was Who, on like, the wall. Was it Taylor was Swift, Beyonce, yeah. or Rihanna? And I, th- I, think you're, I think you're right. I think, I think it was Rihanna. It is. You don't want to mess with her. You no. don't want to mess with that girl. She's got a lot of fans. She lives over where well, she lives over in London, doesn't she? Yeah, I think she does. You don't want to mess with her. She's got a lot of European friends too. <laughs> don't yeah, mess with her. I yeah, yeah. So I so so then the question becomes, what's next? Not for Snapchat, but for what? Like what? What's going to be the next thing that rises up if if this is, is the thing that actually takes a two star app out? <laughs> I know. I you know. I, Let's stop a minute and talk about LinkedIn only because it's not it's not new. But it, I think LinkedIn, I predict LinkedIn is going to be huge this year. A lot of people are calling it the new dating app. I said, I don't care. I mean, I'm not in the, the dating new world. dating app? Yeah, I'm not in the <laughs> dating world. But they're picking they're going to pick up professionally where Facebook is dropping off, helping us with our business pages. They you know, I put my video on on LinkedIn. They they allow video up to 10 minutes. You know, so I put my videos on, on LinkedIn and, you know, I think we're going to, they're going to offer us what Facebook is dropping. And I think a lot more people, it's growing. The numbers on LinkedIn are growing. Now I know you told me you joined Vero. I did not. I, I only didn't. joined because it was free. I haven't opened the app since, since yeah. like the second day that I put it on my phone. I haven't used it at all. Yeah. I don't know where that one's going to go. There's always going to be something new. Because Facebook is hurting, you know, that that whole thing. They're hurting. And I think they're still going to have some answers to give people. I think they're not done looking at them um, as far as uh, officially as what they did and what they allowed to come in and advertise and do and so forth and so on. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he dropped the ball there. He really did. He had he got too big and wasn't watching what was coming into his arena, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I think uh like like I mean I actually just went through the other night and added I had like a stack of business cards from like over the last three years that I hadn't done anything with and I was like, you know what, let's let's go start adding some people on LinkedIn. I added like three hundred people to LinkedIn there to my go. already like uh it was like almost like five hundred and fifty people I had on there by chance. Yeah. Do you know that there's groups for um five hundred plus, you know, people and one thousand plus people? Did you know there are groups for those people? Like There's if you a, have, they show a thousand plus connections. I, I've only seen uh-huh. five hundred plus. Well, no, well, yeah, exactly. They don't show it, but you you can see it to the side by your profile. Oh, you can yeah, see yeah, how many. Yeah. And you, there are groups out there for these people, and you know, it's that's like kind of cool. You're like being in the club, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have so many connections, it's probably a five thousand connection for all I know. I think um, I like LinkedIn. I really do. I'm putting a lot of my clients. I'm, when I consult with people, I'm asking them to get on LinkedIn. I teach LinkedIn classes. You know, I, I really do like LinkedIn. I like the I like the direction it's taken. It's no longer a resume a resume a resume site. You know, I think they, the one thing they gotta fix is um the one thing they gotta fix is is the notifications doesn't show you that people liked your post. So like I, I had a hard time finding where my activity page was to actually <laughs> go back and see. Like I posted about I did one post about my book. Uh, Lee Cockrell, who wrote the foreword for Sales Won't Save Your Business, he commented to it. And I thought it went nowhere. I just assumed nobody commented, nobody did anything. I finally found it, and I was like, "Well, this was seen by like fifteen hundred people, and and it was like like ten times." And Lee Cockrell commented on it. It was oh. days ago. I feel bad. I didn't like like the comment or reply back or anything. Yeah, you do have to go on there and look at things. That is that is. But I think in a way that's a good thing too because it does force you to go on and look at things. 
You know, we get too lazy. You know what I really don't like on Facebook, and a lot of people argue with me on this one, is that how easy it is to go like, 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 like. You know? I want somebody to say, hey there. Just say hey there. Say hi, Carol. Say thank you. Say happy birthday. Just not like, 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 like. It doesn't take long to put a comment. It doesn't. Yeah, well, people use it as like a checklist. Like, oh, I've seen this, so like, yeah. and like, then like, I move like, on. Like, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could see that with, um, with Facebook. That's not and... communication. That's not communicating. You're not communicating when you, when you like. People right. are going to disagree. You're probably going to get somebody saying, get that off your show because she's wrong. <laughs> well, I, you know, but it also controls who you see as well, which, by the way, in the last, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I pulled out the, the snooze hammer and started snoozing people that I was. Oh, yeah, that's my fun. Because like they're just like I, I like people like and it's tough for me because I like seeing differing opinions like even if I really don't agree or I, I actually am borderline offended like I don't I don't get offended easily but like borderline offended by like something I'm seeing, um and I'm like you know I'm t- I just don't want to see it in my feet like it's cool I know that person's like that and that's okay like they can be like that and I can be friends with them and we mm-hmm. can chat but I, I like I'm just tired of seeing like the same and you see a lot of the same articles over and over and over again especially like there was that video of like oh well you know Obama and Clinton they were talking about Im- illegal immigration back in the the 90s and the early 2000s and it's like Okay, that's whatever. Like, how many times do I got to see the same video shared by different people over and over and over and over again? Like, it didn't. It, it did zero to change my opinion of what they were saying, yeah, exactly. and zero to change my opinion of what Trump said. So, yeah. what are we really accomplishing here? I'm not shocked and appalled. Like, it, it wants to make <laughs> you know, like, it wants to make people out to be, uh, you know, whatever. So, anyway. Uh, I, I think I think you're right. I think LinkedIn probably will start to make a resurgence, especially as Facebook, um, you know, kind of is going in a slightly different direction. I, I feel like the real winner here is Twitter. Oh, I agree. I think well, Twitter went in and cleaned up their act last weekend. You know, um, my my count dropped by about 200, 300 people, but they took down people who do what's called um, what is it called? Tweet adder? Is that the name of it? Or like it's one of those tweet decking, something like that. They call them tweet deckers. I know there's an app called Tweet Deck, but it's got to do with the fact that they're uh, stacking the odds against people. You know, they're bringing people together and they're all liking each other's stuff or whatever. I don't, it's sort of like what was that thing called? Where uh, FF, yeah, on Friday or something like that. Yeah, all those things. You know, I mean, so they they caught these people and they took their accounts down. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, and some of them were had quite a few followers, and they have to start all over again. And if they do it again, they'll be gone for good. Hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing Twitter's really good about, and you know, is they will take you down and they will keep you down unless you come in with a new IP address, which isn't always that easy to do, you know. Well, You'll, with VP, there is ways to do it, but like you have to be more tech savvy. Mm-hmm. To, you know, the the average marketer, or average person who thinks they're trying to get away with something right. is not going to uh, to be able to do that. So I, you know, I I and and was it Twitter just like last month posted their first ever profit. Yeah, they finally did. I thought for a while they were going to have to close. But I'm going to tell you um, a tip I, a tip that I give everybody that I'm teaching Twitter to. Um, use Twitter lists and put the people on lists. Like I have a podcasting list. And when I open that list, all I see is anything that, you know, the people that are on it. All the other noise is out of there. So it's like having a mini Twitter feed. I love that. So I just, that's all I want to see. I just want to see what the podcasters are saying. The other thing you can put on a list, and this is a good one, is your competition. 
and take your competition and put them on a list because, you know, they can't block you from seeing things. Well, they can, but, you know, you really have to have offended them. So you put your competition on a list and you open that list and you can see what they're doing. I love that one. And they don't know. They don't know. See, because you don't have to like them or be a fan or be a friend to see what they're doing. Oh, so wait, why does it tell me that I get added? I'm added to people's lists all the time. And it tells me that I'm added to those lists. Is it they have they're... public lists. They have public. Those are public lists. Oh, private lists. Private lists. lists. They won't. Yeah. You won't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I've never really experimented with lists. I Because Twitter to me, like I use it, but I don't use it that much. Um, it, it really is like a amplifier for what I like things I post on Facebook go out to Twitter and things mm-hmm. I post on Instagram go to Twitter. Mm-hmm. But it's not like cause I have different like pe- followers there than right. I do other, other like, that are following me other where so uh, right. other where other yeah. in other places um so i you know i i think that that definitely makes a lot of sense though to be able to 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 utilize them uh the lists so that you know to mm-hmm. your advantage um what uh carol what's your hobby outside of social media and content creation oh god you had to get me one that would give me a question that i wasn't ready for right what's my hobby what's my hobby gardening Gardening would come to mind. Fortunately, we live in Florida, so gardening here is, you know, year-round, just about. But we did have a hard freeze. Um, Your Northeasters are not bothering us, thankfully. (laughs) But when you had that horrible storm or that horrible cold snap uh, back in uh, February, we got hit with that, too. So I had temperatures where I live in the teens. Oh, wow. wow. So, yeah, that took out a lot of plants. So we're starting over. Only now this time we are starting over with native to Florida plants, which help because they don't need fertilizer. They don't need a lot of water. They're used to growing here and they usually flower beautifully. So, and they are usually pollinators and, um, butterfly attractors. So yeah, gardening, gardening is cooking is wine. Definitely is a hobby. Larry and I, you know, we like to drink our wine, but we also like to collect wine and belong to wine clubs. You know, things like that. Disney is definitely a place we go. You know, I can see you smiling uh, because I know how much you love Disney. But we love Disney, too. You know, we'll be there a lot during the food and wine. Epcot's food and wine, you know, festival this fall. And the Garden Festival has already started, I think. Uh, I'm pretty pretty sure it has. Pretty sure it has. And we do the weekday pass there. So we go Monday through Friday because you will never see me at Disney on a weekend. Yeah, I don't blame you. Abba. I don't blame you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, those, those are reading. I love to read. I do love to read. I just don't have enough time to read. So I'm now I'm forcing myself to read in the car, you know, on my on my Kindle app, you know. <laughs> and it's not all business books. I think it's very good to pick up a good best-selling fiction novel and read it because you get ideas when you read other, what other people write. You know, you really do. I get. I mean, I get a lot of my ideas from listening to music. So there and, you and go. That's something that somebody wrote at some point. <laughs> yeah, I like music too. I like music, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Carol, what's been your biggest roadblock along the way here? My biggest roadblock. Well, one of them is not wanting to do video because I just don't like myself in video. We had to in our mastermind group. We had to do video without makeup on. <laughs> that didn't happen. I well. Not quite. I had my lipstick on. I have to have my lipstick on. It's something I grew up with. You know, when you grow up with a habit, you keep it. If I don't have it on, it's like I feel like I faded into the background. So, um, yeah, I, I don't like myself in video. I don't like myself in photographs either. You know, so that's a big hurdle to get over, too. I don't have any problem public speaking. 
none whatsoever. I can get up in front of a crowd and give a speech without preparing. That that just comes easy to me. But the biggest hurdle to get over is always getting people to understand your worth. You know, when I raised my prices, oh my gosh, well, it weeded out the ones I didn't need, didn't it? <laughs> no. Or that I wouldn't want. Yeah, when I raised my prices. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know all about that. <laughs> you have to know your worth. I know you do. You have to know your worth. So yeah. Uh yeah, and and it it definitely uh it can it can be tricky to not you know for video. I mean, I know for myself, it, it you know sometimes it's a it's a challenge, but I've, I I continue to push myself to do it, and um you know it's something that. Like I enjoy doing, you know, more creative type videos and like things of that nature, more artistic type videos than just like talking head videos. But I, you know, I push myself to to do that, and I think it's important that you're pushing yourself to to do video. And you know, because was while podcasts are awesome, you know, it's just your voice and their ears, the listeners' ears. Um, you know, video adds like that, um, like a cementing layer. Um, w- that enables people to, to even, you know, want to trust and want to know you even more. And then writing on top of that, it's like, bam, like everything, like when you do all three to me, that, that enables people to be like, not only do I feel like I know you, not only now I feel like I can trust you because I've, I've gotten to see like all the different levels and aspects and everything of you um, and how you react and how you, you know, uh, navigate life. So, uh, so yeah. I had a marketing company pay me one of the biggest compliments I think I've had about my writing. I sent them some things and they wrote back to me and they said, uh, you know what? We can't tell how old you are. Not that we're asking, not that we're asking, but generally when people send us things, they use buzzwords and slang. I don't obviously. And it must be a talent that I didn't even realize I had that I write at a sixth grade level, which is what people say you need to write at unless you're writing a journal, you know, article for a medical journal. So I write at a sixth grade level and nobody can tell how old I am. And that's fine with me. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't care if they knew how old I was, but they said that gives you a broader audience because they don't, you're not just talking to a 50 year old or a 40 year old or a 10 year old. They can't tell. So I like that. That was, that was a nice compliment. Carol, growing up, what was your childhood dream? To be a nurse. And I and I became one. So yeah, it was it was a it was you have to realize and here we go talking about age again. Um when I went to high school, it was like, oh hello, you could be a secretary. That was the word then. You could be a teacher or you could be a nurse. That's all women were offered. I'm really old, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sounding. I'm those sounding. Are your, it. Those are your words, not mine. I know. I'm sounding it. But those that's those are the career choices we had at that time. You know, it was a shock if a woman stepped outside that those three and decided to become a doctor instead of the nurse. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. So I became the nurse. I went to the Ohio State University in nursing, and I nursed for a long time. I was in the career for a long time. I loved it. I like caretaking. I'm a helper. I like taking care of people. And, and why did you want to step away from that? Oh, that's, uh, (laughs) um, back in the nineties, I got breast cancer and I was working in oncology and it was very difficult for me to have taken care of people that all I saw was death. We have made a lot of progress since then in cancer, but Back then, I was hanging chemo bags like, you know, like it's water. 
And when I was diagnosed, I had to immediately stop. I had to move away from it. It was just too much for me. But that was a long time ago. And look at me now. <laughs> Still alive. That's 25 uh, years this year. That, congratulations. Years. Yeah, thank uh, that you. is incredible. Uh, that, that, that really is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we can beat it. More people beat it. People don't understand that. Um, unless you really get diagnosed as a stage four, you know, you, you can beat cancer. I mean, more, more people live than die from cancer, but a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, my my dad actually uh, had cancer, um, which which was uh, back in like two thousand and two, I think it was. See. Uh, yeah. So that that uh, and he's still alive today. Thank you. Good. Know, knock on wood. Uh, in fact, he just called me a little bit ago while we were talking. <laughs> so, uh, Carol, what are your dreams of the future looking like? Well, this year is the year that um, I followed the direction of a couple of friends of mine who said, instead of having resolutions, you know, do goals. And instead of naming your goals, find words that, you know, mean something to you and then post those words everywhere in the house, you know, everywhere in your life. So I chose heart, map and win. And I chose heart because I want to be more intuitive with my friends, not because I want to be kinder, because I do believe I'm kind. I want to be more intuitive. If you put a post up and I would look at it, instead of saying something right there on Facebook, I would reach out to you privately. Do you see what I'm saying? Map is because I'm really bad at um, keeping myself organized. (laughs) So I'm really trying hard to not be such a procrastinator with my own stuff because I am. So I have to stop doing that. And I chose win, believe it or not. I mean, (laughs) one of my wins is doing the Facebook Live. Because I didn't want to do video. And yet I told my listening audience that I was going to do video. and I was going to do Facebook Live. And then, of course, I didn't do it. So that was my win. My win was doing that. And then, you know, the whole future, uh, these things will carry on to next year, you know, and the year after that and the year after that. And I will just continue to grow from that. It It makes me a better person, you know, to have these three words. And I do print them out and I do paste them. There's even one on the dashboard of my car. You know, to remind myself, it's, I have hashtag heart map win. So what do I see for myself in the future? I want to see my show possibly become, um, probably become a video show, a web show on the web. I want to, I'm writing a book this year, a book that will make a lot of people uncomfortable. Uh, but it was time to tell my story, my family story and other family stories. My book is about suicide. And yeah, right away, you know, people are going, ah, but you know, we don't talk enough about it. There's not enough people to reach out to when you want to talk about it because it's such a hidden, you know, topic. And it happened to my family. It happened to me twice. And it was time to tell the story because I realized that my children, it was their father, my children's father committed suicide and it destroyed our family. So I want people and I want my own children to be able to pick it up and maybe have a better understanding of the why and they still need help. I mean, it's this many years later, 30 years later, and my couple of my kids are still out there, you know, trying to deal with this. It, it doesn't leave you. So I thought the name of the book, the title of the book is called Suicide Elegy, you know, with elegy being like a dark poem about or a dark song about something. And I am interviewing people, other people who have had this in their life. And the foreword is being done by a Catholic priest who's going to talk about where the church stands these days, you know, how the changes they've made, 
on people who commit suicide, how they can be buried in cemeteries now. They, you know, used to be they couldn't be buried in the consecrated grounds. So I think, you know, I'm getting good response. It's just that the word suicide makes people crazy, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely can see that. Uh, uh, I, I'm very sorry to hear about that. Uh, mm, it's okay. I was, I, I, this is the first I'm learning of this. And, and Carol and I talk pretty regularly. Um, so not that this would be something that would come up, but the book, I feel like maybe would have came up soon. <laughs> eventually yeah well, you know, did. how about that yeah, i haven't told a lot of people the title i own the domain you know um because obviously i want to own the domain for that and i think it's a good title again it was one of those things that i had trouble coming up with a title and then one day i the word elegy popped out at me and i said that that's perfect but you know i just have met so many people since i've gone public with it that want to talk you know I'll talk to, I'll add um, suicide hotline interview. I will go and talk to the people here in Tampa, in the Tampa area about their thoughts too, because I want to get, this is a nonfiction obviously. So I want to get people's real thoughts and inspirations out there. Hmm. Well, we, we could talk more about that off the air. Cause I might have uh, okay. one or two people that might want to, want to discuss okay uh things like we that. can do anonymous or we can do hey here's here's joe pardo talking about it you know oh yeah i'm not well i'm not i don't think i'm talking about myself uh <laughs> oh and i'm thinking i'm thinking i don't th- i don't think i'm talking about myself no you're not but i was no. just using your name because you're no i was like legitimately thinking but thank you i i appreciate that <laughs> carol yeah. how can people connect with you I'm very transparent. I think even my phone number is on my Facebook page. My my I phone number is on my Facebook. It's on my website. I do not hide from anybody because, you know, when it comes to your phone, and I have an iPhone, but any phone, I can block a caller if they're annoying. So it doesn't bother me to put my phone number out there. Um, my, I think my street address is probably there, too, for all I know. <laughs> I, you know, I just I, nobody's ever come and knocked on my door. I don't worry about things like that. You know, uh, you can reach me at my name, which is Carol. With an E, C A R O L E, Sanic. Joe doesn't Sanic. Sanic. Yeah, I wrote it down on on the notes so I wouldn't forget. CarolSanic.com. That's my website. My email is Carol at CarolSanic.com. I'm all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything with my name. You know, I don't hide behind a what do you call those things? I don't even know what you call those things. Something funny, fake. You know, facade for gazy. Avatars, avatars. I don't hide behind avatars and funny names. You know. I don't. So yeah, they can, all they have to do is, you know, my Facebook, most of my posts are public. So most people can join in conversations. You know, I had an interesting one this morning where a guy said, where's all my creative friends? Uh, How come you're not posting things that make people think? So I jumped on there and said, you know, I do post things like that. Not daily. I don't think going deep daily is a good idea, you know, but every so often if something like the Rihanna thing, I'm probably going to post about that this afternoon because it really bothers me you know, that that happened. And I would like to see people commenting on it. But, you know, people want to keep they the response to his question was how many people said, I can't go public. I can't talk personal. I can't I can't I can't Facebook's supposed to be fun. Well, you know, I honor those and I respect those, you know, feelings. But I don't have a problem sharing. I never have because I feel if I share, somebody might be impacted by it. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, I, uh, I feel the same way. It, oh, I know you it, do. I've seen your stuff. Oh well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. We're I, friends. I, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Facebook doesn't know that. That's why they don't show me your Facebook live. Oh no, but you know, last weekend when you came on a post, um, I had commented on. You must have seen that I had commented on it, and you made a post, and somebody thought you'd. Be- took it all the wrong way remember and i jumped oh in. Yeah, yeah yeah i jumped in and i said oh no 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 that's not joe i know where joe's coming from i defended you immediately even if i'm thinking i better be right about joe but <laughs> yeah but i you know, that's what friends are for i jumped in oh, and defended i appreciate you. that yeah I think yeah. I was I think I was busy working or or you made a and, quick response and you know yeah quick and I was like blah 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 like it was supposed to be like a joke like a joke you know it was like sarcastic mm-hmm. um but not of the it, you know without like yeah, oh you had so. two people jump on right away and I went no I, that's honestly, not I didn't even do. go back and reread all of it because there were so many comments I was just like no like uh, I saw your comment and I was like yeah that's that's <laughs> that's, that's the not case. Joe this is what Joe meant oh I'm, and then they apologized yeah which was cool like that which was is really, really cool I mean surprising. that's what that's what good people on social media do you don't just plop up a post you know I talked to a psychiatrist about that I said how come people just feel they can say anything you know they can just throw it up. You know, and he said, because they don't have to look at it again, they can walk away from their keyboard and never look at the responses. They just got it out there and they don't care. They got to say what they feel. And that's why they don't. That's why they can be mean. That's why they can be ugly. And they did walk away from it. Mm. You know, it's you're not face to face now, face to face. They wouldn't do that. You know, yeah, well, most of them. Yeah. Mo- yeah, most of them. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm not confrontational. That's when you ask me something about um, things that might I might have um, icky feeling. No, you didn't say icky feeling, but something like that. I'm not confrontational. So when somebody I tell people right up front when they hire me, if you yell at me, I will hang up the phone before on the phone. If you yell at me, I will hang up the phone. If you ever yell at me a second time, we're done. I don't let people talk to me that way. So wait, um. Wait, so that people have yelled at you, like yeah. for over social media? Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I had I used to do social media for a bug guy. I love that. It was fun. You know, it's really fun doing social media for a bug guy because you can come up with all these bugs and these icky pictures and you know <laughs> scary things. And I kind of like that, so it was, I was having a lot of fun with that. But he got um, it was it was over getting paid. That was it. He wasn't sending the invoice you know, payment through. And I had to call him like three times and I, you know, I was always nice. And the third time he didn't like being called and he started yelling and I hung up on him and I said, Oh, and by the way, we're done. That was almost a six, um, six. That was almost a four figure a month account too. And I said, you, I'm done. I'm done. Cause I won't take that. Cause I know you'll yell again and I'm done. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, that's not really yeah. professional at mm-hmm. that point. Right. Like, that's that's not I mean, it's not nice, number one. Right. But but aside from that, like just looking from the business, business aspect, like and I bet you he does that with a lot of people. Yeah, he, he does. Yells, he just I, gets loud. And his girlfriend, his, his girlfriend uh, called me up and apologized. I said, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going back to him. I'm not going back to him. I won't take that. Nobody has to take that, Joe. You know that. No, no, I know. And I know sometimes it's it's tough to. uh to make that decision, right? Um, people, monetarily well, people do and... take it. You know, I mean, we see it, you know, we're podcasters. We even see it in groups, you know, where people get a little testy. <laughs> or a little tired of hearing the same question over and over again, but that's what groups are for. If you're a new member, if you're a new podcaster, you're going to have that same question that was asked last week. You just are. 
because you're not going to scroll through 1000 posts to find an answer. You're just going to ask your question, you know, and somebody will say something snarky. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Well, Carol, I really appreciate you coming on the show and I would absolutely love to have you on the show again in like a year to catch up and see how you've been and what you've been up to. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Is there any last thoughts you'd like to share? Any last thoughts I'd like to share? Well, Joe, you are a wonderful podcast host. I've always had fun with you ever since we met at Podcast Movement 15, yeah, in Texas. Yeah, because we haven't seen each other since then, have we? Uh, no, we have DC Podfest. No, uh, I, no, that was a different DC Pod. Yeah, I was there the year. Not before this too. year, but but the year. Yeah, I've seen you there. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, not well. Okay. It was the one that you went to. It was two two years ago. I think my memory pills aren't working, Joe, because it took me a few minutes to remember that. Yeah, you were there, but see, you weren't there for the whole thing. You were there for a day. Now I remember you had to leave, which is fine, but you missed a good dinner. What can I say? And I probably won't get to see you again uh, for another year. Well, if yeah, I don't. I mean, might be down in Disney World in the not too distant future. Well, if you do that, let us know. We'll come over for the day because we we're pass holders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, so you let said it, let us know. And besides, we we can kind of sit with the kids if you and Melissa want to do something. You know, that you would can, be awesome. We can be your uh, honorary grandparents. Okay. I, I, you know, I would appreciate that. Yeah. Though you don't have to be grandparents. Well, I guess it would be grandparents at that point. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. 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 Y- yeah. For well, for them, not for me. No. So it's not oh, great grandparents. Let me slap. Right <laughs> no. So yeah, um, that, would, that would be really nice. But yes, I think people should buy your books. Books, plural, because you have how many now? Uh, four. Four actually. Okay, four books. Yeah. yeah. Do more video, Joe. Get it up. I, I know you keep saying that I need to. There will be a Mapcon video coming out really soon uh, to to announce all of the speakers that we're going to have at Mapcon uh, 2018. But Good. um, but yeah. Uh, I, oh, go ahead. Let's let's do a Be Live TV interview together. Okay, I'll interview you. Oh, that that would be awesome. I appreciate we'll be live, that. We'll do a Be Live TV. Uh, video and we'll put it out there about your book and you can talk about your book it's not going to be a podcast it's going to be a video all right i i'm hey i I got the background for it i'm good perfect (laughs) then we'll do that that'll be fun i like be live tv i just learned it i'm having fun with it awesome 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 okay yes let's let's get that on our calendars all right sweetie Uh, All right. Well, Carol, thank you again so much for taking the time. And if you've enjoyed this episode of The Business Podcast, uh, all I really need you to go do is share it with somebody that you care about that you feel will get something out of this episode or any of the episodes, the 340 or however many episodes (laughs) we have of The Business Podcast at this point. Uh, And just so everybody knows, this episode is brought to you by... Me, Super Joe Pardo, and my brand new book, Sales Won't Save Your Business, with a foreword by Lee Cockrell, who is a former executive vice president to Walt Disney World. Super honored. Um, and it focuses. It's a it's a book about building better relationships uh, with your business, with your team, with your offer, and with your process. It doesn't matter if you own a business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a manager, if you're a salesperson, or an aspiring leader. There is definitely stuff in there for you to uh take to the uh, take your stuff to the next level and and take your empowerment because uh, the, actually the first chapter is all about empowerment so yes uh share this episode buy my book as the as the critic would say buy my book buy my book 
And uh, <laughs> I hope everyone has an amazing week ahead, and I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Business Podcast featuring Super Joe Pardo. Get more business content at superjoepardo.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Business Podcast, send an email to joe at superjoepardo.com. The Business Podcast is copyrighted to 234 Solutions, LLC.